Jeremiah 51, 20 and 21. I'm in the NIV. Uh, I promise you, uh, old school saints, when I get to chapter 41 in Genesis, um, I promise you, I'm going to read that from the King James Version. I am still yet saved. Amen. I apologize for using the NIV. No, I'm just playing, but we, we are in the NIV. Uh, Jeremiah 51, 20 and 21 in Genesis 37, 5. And it reads in Jeremiah 51, 20 and 21, you are my war club, my weapon for battle. With you, I shatter nations. With you, I destroy kingdoms. With you, I shatter horse and rider. With you, I shatter chariot and driver. And he kept on talking about the things in which you were used to shatter because he's talking about you. I need you to look at your neighbor and say, he's talking about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Genesis 37, 5 says, Joseph had a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. Uh, I want you, you, you to understand that this title is about you. Uh, the title and the word that we'll be coming from is lethal weapon. Lethal weapon. Amen. I need you to understand that you can be seated. You are a lethal weapon. You are the weapon of God's choice. You shall change nations. You shall crush demonic kingdoms, you shall change the course of history because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And he who began a good work in you shall finish it. He has made you so bad that nobody can stop you but yourself. Come on, somebody. You better let them know if you jump in front of me, it's like you jumping in front of a locomotive at going at full speed. Talk about stop. You better get out my way because if you don't move, you're going to get run over. Amen? You are God's lethal weapon. Uh, Joseph, one of the heroes of the patriarchal narratives in the book of Genesis, and was Jacob's 11th son. He was sold into slavery as a young boy with, uh, by his brothers who were jealous of his dreams and envious of the favor the father showed him. Favor made evident by the coat of many colors Jacob had given him. Can I let you know that you may not have a coat of many colors, but, but they were mad because they saw him every day. Every day they saw this coat, they saw that he had more favor than them. Can I let you know that even though you're in a cubicle, you wondering why they hating on you, it's because you have a front office anointing on your life, and the enemy sees it, but you don't see it. You, you are called. Do you know the devil is not attacking you for where you are? He's attacking you for where you're going. Do you know that the devil was right there when you were being made because he was God's right-hand man, the minister of worship, and he was there, and he knows all your weaknesses and he knows it's all your strength. That's why your weapons are not carnal but are spiritual for the casting down of strongholds and vain imaginations and anything that exalted itself against the armies of the living God. The devil can't beat you with the stuff you use because it says supernatural from high places. In your weakest spiritual day, the devil can't bother you because spirit always supersedes the natural. Oh, yeah, you see, see, you think that your weapons are carnal because you want to take your earrings off and put Vaseline on and go handle sister girl. You, 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 you think your weapons are carnal because you want to take your tie off and your Gucci shoes and go straighten out the brother that keep getting on your nerve. But once you realize who you are and that you are a lethal weapon, you will stop fussing at everybody that walk down the street that talk about you and you will just warn them, hey, don't walk up on me. You got to be like Mayweather. Remember when T.I. loved... I love you, T.I. Don't revoke my Atlanta card. I'm coming back. I just need you to understand. I'm going to still come to visit. I, I know your girl, she cool. We went to uh, school and everything, but I just need you to know I ain't talking about you. I'm just using you for an example. Mayweather, uh, uh, what's his name? 
T.I. was talking all this junk to Mayweather and pulled up at Mayweather at a restaurant and wanted to fight Mayweather. And he thought he had pumped Mayweather. But Mayweather knows if he hits T.I. and he's not any, any physical or, or risk of dying, he can't legally hit T.I. as long as he talking because his hands are lethal weapons. And if he hits somebody and kills them, he going straight to jail because his hands are registered as lethal weapons. Come on, somebody. You need to warn your neighbor when they step at you. I am a lethal weapon, and you need you might want to slow your roll and step off of me because God said he no weapon formed against me shall prosper, and he gonna handle all of my enemies. When you run at me, you're gonna stumble and fall. I'm trying to warn you. Didn't I tell y'all about Bruce Lee? You gotta be like, ooh. You got to warn your enemies. See, if I ever argue with you, that means I still like you and I'm trying to keep God off of you. But the minute I shut my mouth and let you talk and I don't rebuttal anything, I have wiped my hands and given it to God because God said he'll handle my enemies and the battle is not mine. Look at here. Like Daniel, Joseph had a gift that took him to heights of power. And like Daniel, that gift was the ability to interpret dreams. It took Joseph a while to understand it, though. At first, he thought receiving dreams was the extent of his gift. But the full manifestation included the ability to interpret dreams for others. Having the dreams, uh, having dreams with meaning for his own benefit uh, benefited himself. Being able to interpret the dreams for others benefited someone your gift, that special ability and calling you received from God was given to you for the purpose of blessing other people around you. It's a kingdom gift. It was given to you and through you for the benefit of the kingdom of God. Joseph had the ability to interpret dreams, but received favor before he received the dreams. Joseph's father doted on him more than he did all the other sons. The dreams came after he received the coat of many colors. That coat was like a symbol of bestowing of his gift, like Elijah receiving Elijah's mantle as a symbol of the anointing he received at Elijah's death. Do you understand that your enemies have been trying to set traps for you at your job and they wonder how you made it out and you don't have a coat of many colors, but they see the signs and wonders because they look at you strange. Have you ever walked in the building and people shocked that you there? It's because they looking at you and they, oh, I didn't know you was going to be here today because they telling on themselves because they set a trap for you. But, but but even when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you should fear no evil because his rod and his staff comforts you. You have been getting hated on from all sides, but you don't even see it because God has been covering you. Um, I, I'm trying to help somebody. They ain't ready to be helped. Oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. I turned the heat on for y'all, but this menopausal uh, tendencies got me hot. Just letting y'all know. Joseph didn't realize it, but at the very moment he became a powerful tool, he became a weapon in God's hands. When Joseph added obedience to that gift, he became a formidable force. That anointing, that favor he received gave him the potential to achieve great success. It also sent a signal to attract the enemy. Can I let you know something? If you always need somebody to say, Hercules, 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 you ain't going nowhere because you're going to attract more enemies than friends when you get elevated. You're going to attract more haters than lovers when God begins to elevate you. Do you understand the misery loves company and when you get elevated they ain't got no more company because you left them to go somewhere else and they get upset and try to pull you down? God said I will give you a hundredfold in this lifetime with persecution which means some haters are going to come your way but he's still going to take care of you because even though the weapons shall be formed, they will not prosper. 
Help me, Jesus. Hey, turn that heat down to about 60, child. Help me, help me. I know I put it on 67 to help y'all out, but I'm not helping myself. Hallelujah. Jesus. It ain't up here, the one down there. I ain't messing with that one. There's the one over there. The anointing you receive will grant you favor from God, but it will always attract the enemy. Now, you're going to receive unmerited favor from people who understand their kingdom, right? But, 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 but those, those haters, they coming at you. It's always going to be more haters than kingdom folk because one thing haters and demons do better than church folk, they work together. Huh? Remember they cast out the demon and said, hey, he said, who are you? And, and they told Jesus we are legion because it's a lot of us, but we are one. We work together. We ain't trying to go nowhere. We know you here. We got to leave because you on the scene, but we work together. If any time you see one hater, don't you say nothing. Don't you open your mouth. You be quiet because it's at least one more hater in the bushes because they never come at you by themselves. That's why you got to learn how to be as wise as serpent but as gentle as a dove, which means you need to be quiet and let God reveal to you all of your enemies before you start fighting. In fact, don't even worry about fighting because you his weapon to tear down stuff. And so when anybody come at you, he going to take care of them for you. You ain't got to fight nobody for yourself. You just got to fight people for other people because God always got your back because he began the good work in you and he going to finish it and he ain't going to let nobody ever mess up your name. Remember what I told you last week? F your name. When you finally forget about your name, God will take you to places that you've never seen before. Jesus said that even though he was equal to God, he thought it not robbery to be, to be put down, to be a little bit lower than the angels, to get done what God wanted him to get done. What that tell me? If God himself can humble himself and come out Emmanuel, God is with us, be born in the manger like he don't have any money or any financial abilities. Who are we when God begins to humble us to make sure that he can use us? Yeah. The anointing makes you a powerful weapon for God and the kingdom. The more you move toward God, the more you attract the opposition of Satan. Once you receive favor from God, the enemy redoubles his attack. Right? Your enemies will help you understand your purpose because of the level of their attack. You will start realizing how important you are. The reason why you know you're important is because you're like, why in the world am I getting attacked and I'm in this daggone cubicle because the devil knows you're going to be at the front office? Why is my boss continuing to mess with me and I ain't done nothing to them and I just started working here 20 days ago because the devil knows you're going to own the company because you're going to be the head and not the tail of above and not beneath the litter and not the borrow. So he's not attacking you for where you are. He's attacking you for where you're going. If you can finally get this in your mind, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I'm trying to let you know that the devil is attacking you not where you are, but where he already knows God is about to elevate you to be. The problem is you don't know who you are. One of my favorite scenes in Wakanda forever in Black Panther was when Angela Bassett told the king, she said, show them who you are. You got to show the devil who you are. You are a bad mama chammer. You can walk on serpents. You can turn water into wine. You can heal the sick. You can do miracles because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. God lives in you and you got the power. Show them who you are. Ooh, I feel like preaching today, even though it's hot, it's hallelujah. Ooh, you will start saying, I must be important. People don't hate on people they don't want to be. Huh? Ain't nobody going to say, Maxwell, think he all that if I get up here and sing. They'll say it about Derek because he can sing. I get me in the same, they be like, bless his heart. <laughs> Look at Pastor up there trying to sing. Ain't no hate coming, that ain't my ability. That's not my gift. But people will hate on your gift because they mad they ain't got it. 
You think people don't like you because they don't like you. They don't like you because they want to be you. Huh? It's helping somebody. Some of y'all got low self-esteem for some crazy reason. Don't nobody like me. You crying. If you was nobody, they would like you because then you would be nobody with them. But because they see the anointing on your life and they jealous of where you going, they hate on you. Why in the world would I have low self-esteem because somebody mad about who I am? It just mean I'm all that and a bag of chips and the fruit loose and the grape juice and the orange juice and the apple. You better watch out. I what you want? I want the apple and I want the potato chip because I'm all that. I want the orange juice and the apple juice. I'm not saying you got to walk around here arrogant because it's God who gave you the power to obtain wealth. If you're not boasting in yourself, you boasting because God loves you unconditionally. And no matter how messed up I am, God going to still bless me. Ooh, I got favor and it ain't fair. Genesis 37.5 said, Joseph had a dream, and when he told his brothers, they hated him all the more. Can I tell you something? You got to learn how to shut your mouth. You don't need to tell everybody your business. He already knew they ain't like him. He wasn't mature enough to shut up. When you mature, ooh, you will shut up and you won't say nothing. Ooh, I was so mad when people lied on me and talked about me. I'm doing this illegal stuff in my campaign. Came in my church, lied on me in my faith. And I don't care because I know God gonna handle it. And when Prophet Khan said, because you were quiet and your integrity... God going to deal with it, so I'm glad it's coming soon, but I had to be quiet for God to be able to do it, because if I'm going to talk and handle it myself, then God said, I ain't going to do nothing because you're doing my job. All I got to do is shut my mouth and be still and know that he is the Lord. I ain't got to talk about you back if I just sit still and be quiet. Can I tell y'all something? I am petty. I know it. I accept myself for who I am. I forgot to put it in the fire, Deacon Dawson. I did not burn my pettiness. I do it on Ash Wednesday. I'm petty. So it ain't that I don't fuss at my enemy because I like them. I don't fuss because the Bible says when I love my enemies, it's like pouring hot coal on their head. I'm petty. And I know if I be quiet, God going to do you way worse than I can. Ooh, ain't no revenge, but when you step back and let God handle your enemies. I don't know about you, but I love it when I be quiet. When my enemies come at me like a flood, I if I see, I can only eat the smart popcorn because the regular popcorn gets stuck in my throat. So, but I, I be going to get me the smart popcorn so I can just look. What God gonna do? We about to mess him up. He was talking all that junk. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting on it. Mm-hmm. I told you. Ooh, I warned you. That's how the confidence you got to have to know God loves you so much. He going to deal with your enemies. Joseph wasn't attacked by strangers. He was attacked by his own family. His own family. But the problem is he know how to be quiet. See, 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 you got to learn how to be quiet when, when you're in the embryonic stages of your vision because that's the easiest time for the devil to sneak and take it away. When Nehemiah went to look at the wall, he left the horse on the side. I told you he heard about the, 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 the donkey talking to Balaam. No, no, no. You stay here. You might talk. Stay out here. I'm going to go by myself. He ain't take nobody with him. He even left the horse. He left Mr. Ed behind. You talk too much. <laughs> you got to learn how to be quiet. And stop sharing your vision before it's mature. Huh? You, you got to learn how to be quiet. Cat Williams mad because he knew how to be quiet with his jokes. 
He ain't know. Bernie Mac told him a long time ago. Y'all saw that. Bernie Mac said, y'all can't be telling y'all jokes around these folks. They'll steal them. You can't be telling people your God vision. They'll steal them. People of the world do not have any original thoughts. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. So if somebody got it, somebody in the kingdom received it, and if it didn't come from somebody in the kingdom, somebody in the world stole it. I'm telling you the truth. You got to learn how to be quiet. Joseph talked and got sold into slavery. Um, I, I, I had a dream, and all y'all bowed down to me. Even his daddy got mad. What? People can't handle what God is going to do for you. That's why he said, eyes have not seen and ears have not heard what I have prepared for you because he knows if they see it, they're going to kill you. Y'all don't want to hear it. Look at him. Joseph's own family attacked him and threw him in the pit. I, I started to name this sermon, Step Down Into Your Elevation. Because you got to go down. The first step is down when God called you because he got to humble you. He got to make sure you're going to stay on your knees and be humble enough to understand it's not him. See, when I get up here, I never brag. When people tell me I did a sermon that was good, I say, Lord, bless the Lord. I thank you. I thank you because it was the Lord. Why? Because I am an introvert. I am petrified when I get in front of people. That's why I tell Joe to bring my nerves down. I'm nervous every time I get up here. Why? Because I know if God don't show up, I'm going to look crazy. If God don't show up, I'm going to look like I'm special. If God don't show up, I'm going to be on YouTube for all the wrong reasons. I go viral for real because I be uh, uh, yeah, uh, and, 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 and because that ain't my gift by myself naturally. He anointed me to do this. And that's why my greatest Weakness is my greatest strength. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Because I'm fearful of getting here, but under the anointing, I know I can't do it without God. That's why I don't glory in how many sermons people like. That's why I don't glory in how many followers we have. That's why I don't glory in how we made it through the pandemic. That's why I don't glory in how the church grows. I glory in my infirmities, in my reproaches, in my necessities. Because when I'm weak, then I'm strong. Because I understand it's God. God is the author and finisher of my faith, not me. His. The beginning and the end. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the one that causes me to have the ability to obtain wealth. He run Maxwell Realty. He run In Touch. He run Willard Maxwell Ministry. He run New Beach Grove. He run me. If he don't tell me to do it, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> After he went to slavery, he ended up going to jail. What? He went to jail. He was in jail for a while. Then he met two cellmates, Pharaoh from Pharaoh's called the baker and the cupbearer. The Bible doesn't tell us what they did wrong to be put in jail. We don't even know their names. But we know the cupbearer and the baker. And without the cupbearer, we wouldn't even be where we are with Joseph. Joseph wouldn't have been able to do it without the cupbearer. See, why you keep worrying about your name being called? Your gift is what makes room for you. It don't matter if they know your name or not. God will let your gift precede you. We don't even know who the cupbearer was. But his gift is why he's in the story. Ooh, I wish my gift was popping bottles. The cupbearer. <laughs> Let me be a cupbearer, Lord. I promise you, everybody will be saved. <laughs> oh, Jesus. God could have put a thief or a murderer in the cell with him, but he put the cupbearer and the baker there. Why? Because they were connected to Pharaoh. 
See, you keep trying to make yourself be seen by people and you keep despising small beginnings. But could it be God has put you somewhere where somebody going to run into you? It may be humbling. Can I tell you something? God will wrap your present in some strange paper. Ooh, he'll wrap your gift up in a church with some crazy bylaws, with a year probation, so nobody won't be able to see the blessing but you. Lord, have mercy. He'll give you some crazy members that don't like you. He wraps, he'll give you a job where the boss is mean and cantankerous because he knows nobody is going to be humble enough to take it but you. Stop despising small beginnings. God is orchestrating you and putting you in a place where you will begin to come in contact with who you need to come in contact with. The reason why they were able to find Joseph is because they knew he was in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm missing it. See, the same reason that God, that the devil, the devil wanted Joseph in jail because he could dream dreams. God wanted him in jail for the same reason. But he also knew that he'd be able to learn how to interpret dreams in jail. See, Joseph, if you really read the text, he was really a selfish child. I got a coat you ain't got. I got a coat you ain't got. Oh, he got on their nerves. I'm telling you that. I had a dream and I'm going to be over you and I got a coat. Where your coat at? Huh? He, you, you, I'm going to tell you why I know he petty. And, and, and he petty because his pettiness didn't get burned up either. We're going to have to go get a bucket for Joseph too, uh, Deacon Dawson, because we need to burn his pettiness. Then why in the world did Joseph put that silverware and money and food in his brother's bag just to make it look like they stole something? That's petty. That's why I know God will exalt you no matter how messed up you are. He took it from jail all the way to second in command and he petted. I want God to get rid of my pettiness. I want God to get rid of some stuff out of me. Can I tell you something? You will always sin. You will never be sinless, but you should sin less. You should get better. But God used Joseph in that moment to save a whole community. A whole nation. And so now the cupbearer, it's funny, the cupbearer asked him, he had a dream and he couldn't interpret it. And so now Joseph in jail, he ain't got nowhere else to go. So even though he might be selfish, he ain't got nowhere else to go. He might as well interpret the dream. Where you going to go? Nowhere. He in jail. The cupbearer said, hey, I had a dream about this and that. What does it mean? Oh, you're going to get restored back to your rightful place. The king going to forgive you. Pharaoh going to forgive you. And you're going to have a better job again. Right? And then, and then the, the, the baker said, ooh, I want to know. I want to know. Ooh, wrong question, my brother. You know how when somebody else get a blessing, you want to know too. Hey, hey. He said, oh, yeah, you're going to die. Yep, the birds eat out your head because he going to hang you and you going to die. Can you imagine? That's why a true prophet will tell you stuff you don't even want to hear. He said, look here, you going to die. He, he got, he got, he, 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 he received the word. But what I love about Joseph, he ain't trying to say nothing that they didn't, that he ain't trying to say it to make them feel good. Can I tell you something? My rule in 2024, if you around me, I ain't got time to try to figure out how a nice way to tell you stuff. I ain't got no more time. Hey, Reverend, help. You know I can't ask Reverend Walter. He mean it to me. Hey, 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 Dre. Hey, hey, Tessa. How, 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 do this sound good so, so I can send it to so-and-so? No, if you can't take over rebuke, don't come around me because I'm trying to make you better. Can I tell you something? I ain't never got into a verbal argument with somebody I did not like. If I don't like you, I will never argue with you because I don't care. Why am I arguing with somebody I don't like? Why am I arguing with somebody who don't like me? It don't matter what I say, they ain't going to agree. 
wasting my time fussing with somebody with no redemptive qualities. Wasting my time. I'm casting pearl to the swine. Arguing with somebody who don't like me. If I argue with you, tell your mama, pastor like me. He, he must love me. Not like that, because some of y'all are crazy. You know what I mean. As, a, as your pastors. Gotta yeah, make it plain. You know I mean? Stalkers. <laughs> oh, help me, Jesus. I am clean. I repented. But, 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 but you know what I'm saying? If, if I argue with you, I'm, I'm trying to get you to see a point of where we're trying to go. Because sometimes you see a small section, but I see the whole panoramic view of the church. Because, you know what I'm saying? Let me go on. But, but anyway, the cupbearer, he said, Joseph said, remember me when you're free and let Pharaoh know who I am. But the cupbearer, he get out, but he the cupbearer. He turned up. Come on, somebody. He popping bottles, girl. He chilling. He the cup man. Hold on, Pharaoh. Let me make sure this ain't poison. I got a drink. Let me get another cup because I want to make sure you are all right. I, made, I, I, I think I, talk, I taste a little poison. Let me make sure. Give me, give me another pole. Ah, yeah. He was turned up. He was blasted. He the cup bearer. Well, you better know if I'm the cup bearer and that's my only job, I'm turned up. What Jesus said, I got some water too. Jesus, can you turn this water into wine? I'm, I got I, I still got to taste it. Make sure you ain't putting no judgmental stuff in there for my king. And so he got out and forgot about it. But then Pharaoh has a dream. He dreamed that he had some fat cows, seven fat cows, and then seven skinny cows ate the fat cow and still stayed skinny. Now that's some slim fast for you. Come on, somebody. Ain't the whole cow, they still scared. I want that, I want that diet pill right now. <laughs> and, and so nobody could interpret the dream, but then the cupbearer said, hey, I know a man, he in cell block B. He, he interpreted a dream, and, and the, the, the baker got killed, and I got restored, just like he said. Do you understand how gifted you are that even the world people understand that you anointed? Do you understand why your boss take you on certain outings, even though you don't even know what you're doing? It's because they don't understand the anointing, but you're like a mascot or a rabbit's foot to them because they know when you at work, something happens. It was fun. I used to work at this jewelry store called Whitehall, and anytime I go to work, they sell more. They would laugh at me because they would say, hey, we want to be able to sell, and I sit there and I would pray because I say, God, please send us this because we got to meet this quota. They would laugh at me, but every time I prayed, we sold and made the quota. I didn't understand why they kept asking me and laughed when I prayed because they didn't understand. They thought it was me. They thought I was just good luck, but they didn't understand that my God shall supply all of my needs according to my riches, his riches and glory. He didn't understand that God is the author and finisher of my faith. They were thinking it was some superstitious stuff. I was the only black person there. Well, we got a Negro here. Maybe the black people will come by. They ain't why they there. They there because I called on the Lord and he wanted me to have favor. Still, I'm just tripping on it because I'm processing it because they laugh every time, yet they ask me every time because they knew what was going to happen. They just didn't know where the power came from. Ooh, Look at your neighbor and say, I got power. Greater is he who is in me than he who was in the world. Jesus himself lives in me and I can do all things through Christ Woo. back to the story that was a word from our sponsors and so he, he went and got Joseph and he said, look here, I know he's going to be able to tell you, do you understand the great risk that this took? Because if Joseph didn't interpret the dream, you better know the cupbearer is dead. 
You done got Pharaoh all hyped. He done already said he done, he done go ahead and accepted it. His wizards and his warlocks, his witches could not interpret it, so he good. Now you done gave this man some more hope. He better get it right. Ooh, you know what's the shame? The shame is that worldly folk know your gifts more than you. They're attacking you because they're jealous. But some of them got enough sense to want to be around you and you want to go to lunch. They don't know you. They don't even like you. They just want what's on you. Mm. Maybe, maybe if I touch her shoulder. Do you wear your shoes differently? Do you wear the same drawers every day? What you do? <laughs> do you let the air just grow up under your lace front? What? What you do different? <laughs> I need to know. You know it's y'all fault because I'm so serious at 8 o'clock. It's you and you and you. You quiet, but it's still you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so anyway, they come to get Joseph and think if Joseph would have been mad. Man, you forgot about me five years ago. And, and you sit up there, see, 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 you got to understand the timing of God. God kept him there right at the moment because if he would have got out of jail and walked around, he might not have been where Pharaoh could find him. But he knew exactly where he was. God will put you somewhere. God is like at traffic control. He knows when it's time for you to take off. He knows who to put over here. He knows when to elevate you. He know when to demote you. He know when to get you fired. He know when to get you released. He is in control. He knows where he wants you to meet and what time you got to be there. Stop trying to control time. God stands outside of time. He doesn't deal with chronological time. He deals with Cairo's time. He puts you in when it's your time. If you understood God don't care about time, you will stop getting jealous when other folk get blessed before you. God would ne not let fruit grow on your vine before it's time. That's what he's saying when he said you'll be like a tree planted beside rivers of living water that yields fruit in what? It's season. In its season. Not due season. I don't like that translator who ever said do. No, in its season. Your season. The tree that he's talking about. The tree of Jerel, the tree of Spells, the tree of Smith, the tree of Derek, the tree of Maxwell. He's talking about that tree specifically, not in due time, in your time. When you're ready, I'm going to plug you in and I'm going to bless you because I already was ready to bless you, but your character wasn't ready. You still was connected to who I told you to separate yourself from. I can't bless you until I get you where you're supposed to be because I don't want you to mess this blessing up when I give it to you. I'd rather hold it so if I bless you in the wrong time. You know, winter can look like it's gone sometimes and you can plant watermelons a little too early and the wind in the springtime can take it away. God don't want the winter breeze of your mouth to mess up your blessing. So the cupbearer brought Joseph and they asked and he told him the dream, and he said, look here, the fat cows represent times of goodness. It's going to be real good. I know the cupbearer want to turn up, but don't let him turn up every glass. Don't let him eat every cow. Don't eat all the grain because you're going to have seven good years, but then you're going to have seven bad years. If you save some stuff, then you will be able to take care of yourself in the famine. And in him, he not only saved Egypt, but he saved Canaan, the promised land where God wanted to send his people. 
Oh, do you know God will use you to save nations of people because you are so blessed? Can I talk to you for a minute? You know when you get favor from God, God, do, do you understand? Because we help people around the world, if we got to help somebody and know exactly when we got to help them, the government has agreed to fly any cargo plane anywhere in the world for free for us because of the favor. All you got to do is be about your father business. I'm, I ain't gonna lie on TV, talk about me, 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 all you want. We ain't even gotta pay for it. Favor ain't fair, but it's always good to me. And so they brought him in and he interpreted a dream. And then he made him second in command. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something about Joseph? When Joseph got the wife trying to have sex with him, he didn't kung fu her. He didn't try to argue with her. He didn't try to lay hands on her. He ran. Sometimes, even though you a lethal weapon, you got to learn, you got to run from some stuff. And what I love about Joseph, he didn't go back and try to straighten his name out. You don't see him going back to the courts talking about, I didn't do this. Don't worry about your name. Don't worry about when they talk about you. Most of the people that know you know it ain't true know-how. And even when you get vindicated, even if it's in the public square, some folk gonna believe it ain't true anyway. What you gotta stop worrying about is people. When you get delivered from people, baby, your life gonna be so blessed. You'll really be able to say I'm blessed out of favor because you ain't worried about no Negroes or Negroettes. And I love about what Joseph says in verse 16 in, in chapter 41. Pharaoh said, thank you for doing this. You did a great job. He said, it wasn't me. God interpreted this dream and gave you peace. When you really give God his glory, he'll bless you every time because the gifts were not given to you for yourself. I don't care how much you curse. <clears throat> I don't care how much you lie. I don't care how much you cheat. I don't care what you do. Now, you should try to stop doing it. But at the end of the day, when God gives you gifts, he gives it to you without repentance. He don't take those gifts back. If he called you a prophet, even when you say something stupid, He's still going to let you keep that gift. I don't care what you do wrong. He'll still give you the miraculous gift. He'll still give you the anointing of wealth. He'll still give you the gift of healing. He'll still give you the gift of preaching in tongues and praying in tongues. He'll still give you the gift of interpreting tongues. He'll still give you the anointing of help. He does not take your gifts away because of your sinfulness, because his grace and mercy. Ooh, I'm so glad grace and mercy follows me all the days of my life. I'm so glad I don't have to follow grace and mercy because I might make a wrong turn. I might be like Erica Badu. I might make a wrong turn back there somewhere. But if I make a wrong turn, God says grace and mercy still shall follow me. When justice tried to hang me, grace and mercy cut the rope because my God is faithful. And even though I'm messed up, he still blesses me. He still lifts me up. He still delivers me. He still liberates me. Because nothing can separate me from the love of my God. No height, no depth, no latter thing, no former thing, no principality. No angel, nothing can separate me from the love of my God because we have a high priest that understands our weaknesses, that understands it because he was tempted at all points. He went through temptation. That's why he understands the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He still wants to use you as his weapon. He still wants to use this as balladax. He'll crush racism. He'll crush sexism. He'll crush crooked politics. He'll straighten up the justice system. He'll kill poverty with you because you are his lethal weapon. You are his battleaxe. 
you are fearfully and wonderfully made hey! and he who began a good work in you he shall finish it the enemy can't stop you he can't even slow you down you know why because he don't know exactly where you going because you don't even know can i tell you a secret eyes have not seen and ears have not heard what god what god has in store for you hey as joseph he went from slavery to the big house he went from jail to the white house i don't care what it looked like the devil can't stop you let me tell you something if you want to go up god first gonna make you step down and when he calls you to be down and humble you and root you he's gonna exalt you above your enemies he's gonna exalt you above your bosses Let me tell you a secret. Even though they come at you like a flood, they shall not overtake you. The water you shall not drown, and the fire won't burn you. You won't even smell like smoke. As Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the king's men died before they even got to the furnace. And what I love about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, if the soldiers died on the way up the steps to the furnace, that means they died right here. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, we ain't going to walk back down. We're going to walk in the furnace on our own because we know we can't lose with the stuff Jesus used. And when we walk through the fire, I know we won't be burned. We ain't going to even smell like smoke. And they looked in the fire. And King Nebuchadnezzar said, Where there three men that we put? But can I add it a little bit? Maybe he talked a lot like cat. I know a lot of stuff cat said, but everything wasn't true. Uh, so he looked in the fire. And he said, didn't we put three men in there? Y'all didn't put nobody in nowhere because your men died from the heat of the furnace from the outside. So then nobody put them in the fire. They said, I'm going to show you the power of my God. And they said, did we not put three people in there? Why do I see a fourth man? Listen to this. A man who worshiped Baal, an idolater, a man who don't believe in Jesus, he looked in the fire and said, I see a fourth man. And it looked like the Son of God. Hey! Even worldly folk, they saw you on your job. I set a trap for them. Then I set a trap for them. I don't know what's on them, but they look different. It looks like she got the hand of God all her life I ain't gonna touch her no more hey you are his battle axe you are his weapon and nothing 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 will ever stop you as long as you call on Jesus because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me? You can't stop me. I'm a lethal weapon. You can't stop me. I'm a battle axe. I'ma crush the police. I'ma crush the politicians. I'ma crush the crooked judge. I'ma crush messed up education. I'ma crush a messed up economic system. I'm gonna crush inequality. Why? Because I'm his weapon. Hey!
They can't stop you. You are his lethal weapon. They can't stop you. They can't stop you. You a bad mama jamma. You a bad mama jamma. You a bad mama, shut your mouth. They can't stop you. You his weapon. He loves you. And he gonna use you to change the history of this world. Girl, you better watch out. Boy, you better watch out. 2024, we ain't taking nothing no more. Hey, we ain't worried about our name. We ain't worried about no enemies because he began the good work in us and he going to finish it. He ain't going to stop me. Tell your enemies, warn them. I woke you up finally. Oh, look at you. She was knocked down. I was screaming at her. Still say, just knocked down. Unbothered. Just like Jesus on the ship when the storm was going. Jesus, how you sleep? Just like that. Just like her. He would sleep just like her. <laughs> Knocked out in a storm. <laughs> Trying to woke up. Oh, I think it's time to go. <laughs> he threw now. I can get up now. <laughs> Jesus has need of you. Remember he told him to go get, he said, go get that coat that ain't nobody rolled. Go get that donkey nobody rolled on. Go get that coat. Go get him. And you know, King James say another word, but I ain't want to mess with the old school with y'all on that one. He said, go get it and tell the man that Jesus, the Lord, has need of it. Let your enemy know, you better not touch me. I'm God's lethal weapon. The Lord has need of me. And you might not want to touch nothing God needs. Y'all think I'm playing. I tell folk that jump straight up when they keep bothering me. I got to let them know. I got to warn you. Like Mayweather didn't beat up T.I. I have a spiritual responsibility to let you know you touching God's lethal weapon. What, what's that? I don't, I don't really look at... I guess I'm going to have to watch DC Comics now since they gave John Mater the job. So, Marvel, bye-bye. Um, so, I got to get to know this DC Comics stuff. But the, 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 the iron guy, the black guy, he, he's a robot. But anytime you try to attack him, even though he don't want to shoot you, his armor attacks. Cyborg, thank you. I don't watch DC comes. Y'all got to help me out. It, it attacks the enemy if somebody is threatening him. Your anointing. Some people, you wonder what's happening. They're catching the backside of your anointing. And this shit, you got to pray who you connect it to. That's one, that was a time I kept helping this person. And every time I helped them, I kept getting in trouble. Like, God, something kept hitting me. I said, I can't help them no more. And when I stopped helping them, God said, I, see, I never told you to bless them anyway. You catching the backside of your own anointing because they cursing you. And anything that helped them, I got a curse. So I'm coming at you because you helping them and they coming at you. He told me that. So you got to be careful who you connected to, especially if you help them, because sometimes you will be getting hidden by your own anointing. You don't know it. Because your armor protects you. God protects you. He don't let nobody mess with you. Not even yourself. That's how much God loves you. He ain't going to even let you mess yourself up. He'll gut punch you when you're doing some stupid stuff. He'll make you lay down in green pastures. Anyway, I think I'm done. <laughs> 